What's up, buds? What's up? BJ, Un, Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Un, I'm Daryl, and this week we went all in. All? It was technically last week. Fucking in. That was both. Yeah. We came back this week. That's and Starcast. True. We went and Starcast, Starcast as well. We didn't get there until Friday, unfortunately, because, right. you know, we have real lives and work and whatnot. Yeah. It would have been dope if we, like, if they do all into Electric Boogaloo, mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. Uh, like, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want. Um, yeah, I'd want to be there for pretty much the whole thing. Because yeah. we went in like we did this time, we'd get there for the late Wednesday shows that they did at StarCast. Right. started Wednesday night. Right. Yeah. Like 5 o'clock or something. Something like that. Right, we got there at 3-ish, but right before 3, because we went in and checked it out before we could check in to our rooms and got the feel of the layout of the hotel and the convention and shit real quick. Yeah, it was pretty packed when we got there. Yeah, it was. was, That was the most (laughs) packed it was, was Friday night. Friday was definitely thumping. And it's insane. It luckily wasn't as much Saturday and... Uh, yeah, I think Sunday was kind of dead comparatively too. Yeah, a lot of people left early. I think seems like and, it. you know they were all out because <laughs> they were just done. We stuck was, around for one show. Yeah, one show. Uh, we skipped Jim Ross. Yeah, we were going to stay, but we were tired and yeah. ready to just go. <clears throat> right, and plus neither of us had eaten six at that and a point. half. Seven it was already what, noon right. or something. Yeah, we were done. Yeah. Um, it took us about seven to get home, I think. Right. <clears throat> Plus stops. Yeah, we got there, went up to the room for a minute, and uh, headed down to one of the fir- our first shows of the evening, which was War Games. War Games retrospective with <clears throat> fucking Animal of we Legion didn't, of Doom. So wait, we didn't note the people we saw before that because we saw a lot of people before we went to War Games, but I don't yeah. think we started noting stuff until after War Games. Right. Yeah, because we were just kind of in awe when we got there. Like, the main hallway when you walk in is just lines in the, of wrestlers. In the first just... five minutes, I'd seen 20 independent wrestlers, right. five legends, Conrad, yeah. um, Matt young, Stryker, yeah. the Young Bucks. Just so many fucking yeah, people. Yeah, it, it was quite overwhelming when we first got there for a yeah. second. Um, especially for me as I'm a naturally anxious person that doesn't yeah, like a lot of people no, and not only am I surrounded by a lot of strangers but a lot of people that I admire yeah I didn't mark out too bad uh, I marked out a little bit for drunk Kevin Nash that's yeah. a little early still but we'll, we'll get yeah. there yeah we'll do that <laughs> as it comes uh, yeah I'm jumping ahead I, the most I marked out I think was Sergeant Slaughter though. that was really sweet especially because he had his G.I. Joe jacket mm-hmm. on and that was the best part that was yeah I think that was on Saturday actually I don't but remember what day it was that but yeah was, that was awesome mm-hmm. that was my favorite yeah uh, I mean he's a f- real fucking G.I. Joe like a real American hero and yeah um so anyway we went we go to our first show uh Outside in the pavilion where we were for most of our shows. That first night in particular, all of yeah, them were out there. All of them were yeah, out everything there. was out in the pavilion. Um, but it was cool, yeah. It was Animal, Lex Luger, Tully Blanchard, and J.J. Jillen. They were all in the first War Games match. And they were doing um, a War Games retrospective. Right. It was really cool uh, to hear these guys who were there and, mm-hmm. you know. I thought it was um, funny that... Only, I think, one of the four of them had seen the recent NXT War Games match. Yeah. Yeah. I think it... I mean, who was it? I think it was Animal, wasn't it? Was it? Probably Animal. Oh. Um, 
Yeah. It was it was really good. Yeah, it was really enjoyable to hear them talk mm-hmm. about what they had to do and this was this yeah. was one of the few topics I haven't already heard discussed at some length before. Right. I mean I learned a little bit at every show, even Andy Kaufman's, which I've heard that story a hundred thousand oh, times. Yeah. But um yeah, this was all new to me. I'd never heard mm-hmm. any of these guys talk about the first war games right. match or any of the subsequent ones because they did talk about future ones as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, Lex was in like nine of them or something like something that. Like that. Yeah, ridiculous. I forget he does as much as he does because he was never that good, but he right. did a lot in wrestling. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I mean, you just forget because it's Lex yeah. Luger. I mean, the Lex but, Express, man, you know. It's good to see him though. It he was. looked a lot better than the last time I saw him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because, yeah, he looked pretty sick. If I wouldn't have known that ago. was Tully Blanchard, I wouldn't know that was Tully Blanchard. No. I haven't seen him in a long time. No. Um. J.J. Yeah. Dillon looked like J.J. Dillon. Right. And, I mean. Yeah. J.J. Dillon's looked like And that animals all over social decade. media and stuff, too. So I, we see recent pictures of him. Right. Plus, he just did those commercials. Yeah, that's true. Um. But yeah, and then this was just really cool to see all these guys. Like, just every part of this was is really cool to see all these people. Yeah. And Even down to the indies that, like, I still admire these people. They do right. something that I love and enjoy And they watching. do it well and they entertain me. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, after this, we do decide to go back up to our room for a minute, uh, take a little break, and then as we're leaving... And it was hot. Yeah. It was hot. It was, it was like really hot and humid the whole weekend, really. Right. I mean, Sunday wasn't too bad, I guess. It was still humid, but it wasn't yeah. as blistering hot. But, man, it was so hot. It was. It was nice and cool in, um, in the hotel room. But as we're leaving our hotel, we hear a drunk <laughs> guy <laughs> screaming. Being escorted out of the elevator, yeah. you know. He's like, have a good night, thanks, guys. Yeah. And you hear the elevator close, and we turn yeah. the corner, and BJ's like, do, 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 do. It's Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kevin Nash was Kevin drunk Nash. and being escorted. And this was like 4.30, 5 o'clock-ish? Yeah. He's already being taken no, back to his... it was almost 6. We were going to the 6 o'clock show. That's true. Right. it was over at we 5.30, going, yeah. so it was like 5.45. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Either way. Either way. Still way too early in the day to be that fucking drunk. Right. Uh, which, bring that up here in a little bit, how this plays into the rest of the uh, StarCast event. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so then we did see some people. This is where I started taking some notes. Uh, on our way to our next show, or no, when I was out having a cigarette, um, we saw Cody and Brandy. Well, before that, up. we had the privilege of clearing the way for Jay Lethal. Oh, yeah, that's the order. Because we were told. That's to. right. Yeah, we were on our way out. and We were yeah. told to clear the way for and Jay Lethal. And here's the thing. Daryl over there. Uh, that's me. Yeah. I did clear the way. He cleared the way because he was told to. Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying any attention. I didn't even see Jay Lethal. Like, <laughs> I was, yeah. You didn't tell me that at the time. Oh, didn't no, I? No, that's fine. Yeah, that's I didn't awesome. pay any attention. I had no yeah, clue. I totally. didn't even see him. Yeah, like his, whoever, handler, announcer, chauffeur, whoever was just right. like, and like he was joking when he said it, but he was just like, clear the way for Jay Lethal, and I stepped out of the way. Yeah. Even though it wasn't in his way, I stepped more out of the way because I was right. told to. I just was following you. I cleared the way for Cody and Brandy, too. Oh, I That was too. because it's Cody and Brandy. Brandy is freaking gorgeous, by the She's way. She's 
she was uh, even more of an attractive woman in person than mm-hmm. she is on TV. I was I was highly surprised she because is. as I learned yeah. later on in an elevator ride, <laughs> yeah. not all female we'll wrestlers look right the same in person. No, both male and female. Right. There's others um, I want to talk about looks that yeah. really surprised me because they were way shorter than I thought, way taller than I would thought, or whatever yeah. the case is. Uh, so the way more muscular than I thought. Right, Brian Cage. Um. Yeah. In real life, dude. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Brain, yeah. He, if he's not on something, I'd be surprised. Um, but so then we go from <clears throat> the uh, king and queen to mm-hmm. the jester and his woman, uh, Noel Foley and Frank the Clown. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Noel's taller than I thought. Me she too. I didn't realize really she was tall. tall. She was wearing heels too, though, in all fairness. Still. But yeah, she's still she's tall, really tall. She's probably about my yeah. height without her heels. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. I would say. She's yeah. probably she was tall. She's six to over six, six two, foot. right. Yeah. Um But yeah, if you don't know who Noah Foley is, that is Mick Foley's dollar yes. daughter, mankind, mm-hmm. um, whatever. Um, Frank the Clown Frank the Clown. Boyfriend. And yeah, he's uh one of those WWE super fans that's all always ringside for special events right. blah 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 blah. Right. And he dresses like a clown because he's kind of a douchebag. Um seems like an alright guy. Yeah. So this was all on our way to Clock Blockers. Yes. Uh, with Bunny Ears, mm-hmm. which is Macaulay Culkin and Matt Cohen. Uh, they have a podcast, <clears throat> and on that podcast, they play this game called Clock Block. Mm-hmm. Cocked. Cock. Yeah, Clock. Blockers. I keep wanting to say cock. Right. So basically, the way the game yeah. works real quick is they have a like chess timer that they set for a minute and a half. And they take turns back and forth trying to name something on a bigger topic. So, like, professional wrestlers, for example. Just yeah. a broad topic like that. So, I would start, and I would say Hulk Hogan. And then I would hit right. my time, and BJ's time would start counting down, right. and he and would throw he would out. say Macho Man. And he would hit his, and it would right. come back to me, and I'd say Ultimate Warrior. Right. And, and then, we'd go back and forth right. until one of us ran out of time. And it's yeah. supposed to be harder than we thought, but we've never done it, so. Right. I don't a couple know. fans did go up during this. Um, the one guy did pretty well, the bigger dude. Yeah. I saw him. And we ran he, into him a few times yeah. throughout the weekend. And he was bragging about it in line on the next Sunday day, morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. That was cool. Um, but Actually, it, when you were in the bathroom, I don't know if you saw, but there's a photo of that guy and Matthew from Botchamania that I'm totally photobombing on accident. Yeah. I'm just staring off into space. I dude. did see that. And um, so in that picture, or when that picture was being taken, that uh-huh. was at the end of the night before, or the end of the trip, right before we went down to merge. Okay. And I had overheard their conversation, and this, uh-huh. that big dude basically was there by himself and had no friends, and Matthew literally befriended him, like, a lot of the weekend and hung nice. out with him at shows and different things like that. Just That's super So dope. the dude didn't have to be by himself. That's super dope. Yeah. We should have... I heard about that, and then I think up. I saw that dude. I ended up following the guy on Twitter. Nice. Yeah. Because That's I'm cool. in one of his pictures. I thought that was neat. It's a good picture of me. Nice. I'm just standing there, like, looking off into the distance. That's dope. Yeah, I did see it. You were majestic as fuck. No. <laughs> I do that in pictures. Yeah. I don't know how. But right. Especially when I mean, you look, a bass guitar. Like, in real life, you look like a douchebag. But, right. like, in pictures, you're majestic as fuck. I look majestic as fuck. I know. I it's know. weird how that works. Yeah, I'm the opposite. Real so, life. yeah, Clock Blockers was excellent. Yeah. Uh, we had a list of, uh, including my personal favorite of the panel, the Blue Meanie. Yeah. Blue I, Meanie was there. I popped for him a bit. And then, yeah, Noel. Mm-hmm. And Frank. Full and Frank and Matthew from Botchamania. Mm-hmm. 
And then the lady that works for Bunny Ears were all there. I, I can't think of her name, name either. Yeah, and she works for their website. Yeah, she's like I think the editor for their website. Yeah, and then obviously she's been on the podcast once before too. Matt Cohen, possibly. I think, yeah. or maybe they just um, talked about her a few times, and that's what I'm thinking. Right. I don't know. But yeah, it was cool. Like they all took turns going against each other, and then had a couple fans a couple come fans up, and, and Matthew yeah. was really good at it. Yeah, he was. I mean, it's more what he does for a living than the other people. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what she, he does. He goes through wrestling footage to make clip videos. Right. I mean, he watches wrestling so much. Right. So, yeah. He's, like, one of us. He works with Cole Holbrook now, too. Yeah. I've seen that. He's on their weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. He, he sings a song at the beginning of every podcast, pretty much. Like, out of if everyone lie, else on this stage. I mean, besides Macaulay and Matt. Like, yeah. Matt's my favorite out of everybody on the stage. Okay. And then Macaulay Culkin. For the, yeah, nor- on then, the pod, usually I like Macaulay better. Matt's mm-hmm. way more enjoyable to me than Matt. Not that Matt's not right. enjoyable, but I just, I don't know, something about Macaulay Culkin just, I've always liked Macaulay Culkin. Well, yeah, I do too, but like, but Matt, on stage, I just want to be Matt his had a different presence on That's stage, because he... But Matt, I just want to be his friend. Yeah, like, well, we talked about it, like, yeah. if you listen to their podcast and ours, I'm more like, I feel like, we felt like, <laughs> I'm more like Matt, and he's more like Macaulay Culkin anyway, so... In some ways, yeah. Yeah. I'm not as boisterous right. as Macaulay. Yeah. Yeah. Just not There's me. other relations to that too that we won't get on. Yeah, we don't need to go there, but yeah. Um, yeah. So. Then after Clockblock. What did we do? Yeah. Oh. Who did yeah. we see after that, BJ? We saw That's So Raven. Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, I mean, we saw Raven. We did see Raven. But we didn't see, like, what's her name? The Cosby chick. Raven Simone. Yes. Yeah. What's her name? That Raven chick. Yeah, I think you meant that Cosby chick, but I know. No, I said that Cosby chick. Yeah, I Um, said that Cosby chick. Yeah. That Raven chick. That Raven chick. Um, Not what I expected at all. No, I listened to one of his very first podcasts and didn't really get into it, but it's Mm -hmm. it was really good. It was really, 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 really good. Yeah, he gave us uh, noisemakers. I forgot mine in my car. It's unfortunate. I'm gonna have to turn that down so Seth doesn't wreck his car while he's That's driving. That's true. Make sure you do. I'm that. looking at the spike, dude. Once huge? I when I turn that up, then my yeah. little speakers, dude. It's, yeah. it's it's already like clipping as it is. Nice. I'll have to right. turn that down. Definitely. So. Yeah. We don't want anything. Uh, well, at least that. I'll hear that one. That'll so. stick out when I edit. Right. <gasps> I forgot. I should have um, blew it directly into the microphone. No, probably not. Away a little bit. Or it's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. Now. Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Fuck it. After um, Raven, no, we went to death. The, yeah. Well, this was... It was really good, though. Like, I was not expecting it. It was more comedy. He didn't talk about wrestling, like, at all. Um, mm. They did a... They did Mad Libs, but they call them Sad Libs, and yeah. it was about the Challenger disaster. Yeah. Um, Which was really, really good. It was. Yeah, that was excellent. Raven wrote this song about Busby, mm-hmm. and being so bad, he didn't end up finishing it. Um... And then I didn't know Raven gets so upset about the cheers and jeers guy and TV guy, but like he hates the corny puns of that right? Um, and then they did this feminist Dave Meltzer skit, which was all right. Like, right. Overall, it was it was really awesome though. Yeah, it was. So what, like an hour and a half or something. It was yeah. the only show we went to where I feel like they ran over on time of the whole star cast. Like, yeah, thing. they were trying to push them. 
Push him off. And he wasn't paying attention. Raven was paying no attention whatsoever. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, Raven's awesome. He's fucking Raven. He was always one of my favorite wrestlers back in the day. Did Did they show the whole thing? Like, I'm just wondering if he got cut off on fight. No. Did you rewatch? No, we watched all the way to the end. I don't remember anything being cut off. It okay. seemed like he, you know, they ended yeah. as we were leaving or okay. whatever. So, yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, it was fun. And then we went to dinner. Yeah, we did. We went to a place yeah. called Kumo. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Where we, we got, it was a, it's a heavy metal hamburger and macaroni joint. Mm-hmm. And we didn't try the macaroni, dope. but the burgers were pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It, uh. One with poached pears and caramelized onions and... Mine had pulled pork and barbecue sauce and onion straws. Yeah, it was dope. Um, And they were all metal themed. Yeah, they had metal names like the Black Sabbath. Right. Mine was Lair of the Minotaur. Was mine. I don't don't remember what mine was. Yours was Led Zeppelin. Yeah, mine was Led Zeppelin. That's right. Yeah. It was really good, though. Yeah, the food was pretty Um, good. I liked it. I do wish I would have tried the mac and cheese. Yeah, but... Yeah. We should have went back a second time. If they do all into into Chicago, we'll, we'll go back. And we'll go time. back a second time, and we'll get the mac and cheese. Um, we go to the Middle Eastern place next time too. Yeah, Monday <clears throat> when I got home, I was so sad. I went to look for figure out something for dinner, mm-hmm. and just looking around, and I'm like. We have shit for food around here. No, we have a ton of places. But they're like 95% chains is right. the problem. That's right. the real problem here. We yeah. have tons of places to choose from between, between the surroundings right. That's what and I'm saying. the county. It's yeah. just that they're all chains. <clears throat> no, they're horrible. You have to go to like Akron to get out of chains. Yeah. And that's still not even a huge selection there. Right. I mean... Cleveland's got some stuff. Yeah, but I'm not going an hour. Just for dinner, right? Just for dinner. Right. Like, I just wish we had something... Even in Belden Village, like... It would be nice. I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then... Yeah, so after dinner, we went to bed. That's not yeah. true. We watched, uh... Bob's Burgers and something else for a little bit, and then we went to bed. You guys friends for a minute. Friends. Or something. Yeah, you might yeah. have went to sleep before Bob's Burgers. I did on. fall asleep before Bob's Burgers. I stayed Burgers. up a little bit later than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next morning we got up and had breakfast. We went to this nice little uh, breakfast joint. I don't remember what it was called. But yeah. It was fun. Wild Berries or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it um, was. Good coffee, man. They had a great cup of coffee really in the morning. <clears throat> good cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, I like Cream a good cup of coffee. coffee. Yeah, I like a good cup of coffee in the morning. Right. Um. And they gave us a good to-go cup, too, and didn't mm-hmm. even charge us for it. Yeah, that was the dopest part. Yeah, so we tipped her super well for yeah, that because, yeah. She deserves it. She was the hero she of our Saturday. She deserved it. Yeah, she was the hero <laughs> of our Saturday morning, that's for sure. I'll have to turn that down, too. <laughs> Oops. It happens. Yeah. If I forget, Seth hopefully won't die. Don't die, Seth. We love Don't, you. We do. Um... Yeah, so then... Don't we, die anybody. Actually. We were about, what, 20, 30 minutes... Uh, late. Yeah, we missed the but, very beginning of the Andy Kaufman retrospective. Yeah, um, but it was, was still really good. It was Bill Apter, mm-hmm. Jerry the King Waller, and Dutch Mantel. I Mantel, so. which some of you buds may know as uh, uh, WWE. I can't remember. I've been trying to think of it all day. Zeb Coulter. That's it. Zeb Coulter. We the people. We used to be with Jack Swagger. Yes. Um, I knew I'd get there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, this was really good. It was unique. Um, I did not know that Bill Apter was the one. Yeah, he's the one who introduced Andy Kaufman to Jerry Lawler. I'm not going to lie. We saw him Friday. I saw him Friday. Yeah. I marked out hard for him, too. Not only did I, but mm-hmm. I honestly, for some reason, thought he was dead. Oh, really? And I saw him. It was shock. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. that's like, and that was the, like one of the first things that happened. If you remember, yeah. we saw him really early on that's Friday right, before we, we even did. checked into our room. And I'm like, that's, true. that's when the weight of what this really was hit me. Yeah. Like, Bill After came out for this. Right. And spoilers, but later on, like, Jim fucking Johnston's here. Like, this mm-hmm. is legendary. Yeah. Jim Johnston. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there real soon. Some um, spoilers, but spoilsies. But yeah, th- this is because to me, the Andy Kaufman stuff is one of one the of my greatest favorites. stories ever in yeah, professional wrestling. It really is. And to listen now, Jerry talking about like the backstage stuff and you know his feelings at the time and what you know he thought and the fact that um, some of that stuff he was thought he was getting. Kaufman was really mad and doing this stuff for real, and he was just that damn good. Mm-hmm. And no, I they said I'd heard ninety percent <clears throat> of all the stuff mm-hmm. that they talked about, but just being there live in person to hear Jerry Lawler talk about it, mm-hmm. and then on top of it, the extra ten percent of stuff you'd never heard before was right. just really. And I've heard the Kaufman story hundreds and hundreds of times, so many times. Anything I can watch about it, I'll watch. Me about too. It yeah, every time. So it's one of my favorite stories ever. I mean, it's one of the best stories ever in wrestling. Yeah, and then on top of it all, you add in the Jim Carrey stuff mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. Right, because they did talk about just Lawler talked about that a bit too. Yeah. Um, and that if you haven't buds, if you haven't seen that Netflix documentary on. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Jim Carrey. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Um, yeah. This one in particular, this was, um, I noticed like the, they were doing the Q&A after. I didn't really notice that after War Games or Raven, but they did the Q&A after Andy Kaufman and I was like, mm-hmm. they've got like 10 minutes for Q&A. Like, I wish they would have had allotted more time because I might have actually stuck around to ask quite not at this one more so at Jim Johnson's in particular is the one I really would I yeah. like I could have talked to Jim Johnson all as a musician myself yeah I That's could have talked to Jim Johnson all day but um yeah, yeah I'm really glad but, we went to the Andy Kaufman one me too it was one of my highlights of the weekend seeing Bill Apter and Jerry Lawler in the same place having a conversation right. and like Dutch is cool too but he didn't play as big a no. role in my childhood and I'm pretty sure we've did we see him with yeah. the We the People yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of the first shows, I think that first pay per view the three of us went to. Probably. He was there with Swagger and Cesaro. Yeah. I think they were a tag team at that point when the first show we went to. Okay. That makes sense. That's what I, how I recall it, anyways. Yeah. So that I'm pretty sense. sure we saw him. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so then after that, we went to. Xbox 360. Xbox 360. 12360. 12360, yeah. One two three sixty degrees, NWO. Yeah, this one um, was NWO with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Hungover Kevin Nash. Hungover Kevin Nash. And <coughs> the guy that did the NWO voice mm-hmm. ended up uh, moderating or whatever because Pemberton yeah. was supposed to. And right. He was everywhere, though. Yeah. 
I saw him more than anybody, like, all fucking weekend, dude. I was thinking about that after the fact. Is mm-hmm. We saw Pemberton everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him and that... That one chick that kind of does stuff backstage for TNA. And I can't think of her name. I just followed her today. Oh, yeah, I don't... But I don't the watch. one that was filming, and I told you... The, oh, I showed you the yeah, video yeah, in the yeah, hotel yeah. room. I can't right. think of her name. I know who you're talking and about. And I look it up. Yeah, we saw her everywhere, too. Yeah, she yeah. was all over the place. Yeah. Um, but no, X-Pac, 1, 2, 3, 60 degrees. That was mm-hmm. fun, too. That was really fun. Especially thinking about Scott Hall and... The fact that he probably shouldn't yeah. be there, to be honest. Yeah, if you would have told is. me ten years ago that I'd see Scott Hall live and he'd be sober, I would have called if you a fucking liar. you told me five liar. years ago, I probably would have called you a liar. Uh, it's, he's been sober like three, four now. And I, I knew was, he was getting... Yeah, five years ago? Right. I don't think I would have believed you. Know, you. you know who Not I, that he would have been on a panel and been back on the TV yeah. and all that shit. That he's sober, yeah, maybe. But that he could yeah. do shit? No. Right, that's true, too. The last time I saw him was in that <laughs> one Insane Clown Posse movie. He's in the beginning, opening of it, and he just looks so fucking awesome. Why did you watch an insane Colin Posse movie? To see Scott Hall in the opening. So I didn't watch the whole movie. Oh, okay. Seth and I watched it because we wanted to see Scott Hall in it. Okay. That also, we were probably drunk. Probably. That's usually how that works. We did a lot of that back then, uh-huh. so, yeah. Um, yeah, and you could tell throughout the uh, show that Kevin Nash got a little more sober as the show went on, he got really fucked up the night yeah, before. Yeah, his cup of coffee in the morning started kicking in during this. Uh, yeah, because this the was. Show. Well, this was a 11, mm-hmm. 11.30 show, something like Somewhere that. Somewhere around there, yeah. So, yeah. For him yeah. to him to have to go back to his room at 5.30 mm-hmm. and still be hung over at 11. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then I don't think we heard really any new stories there. I think I'd heard pretty much yeah. everything that We got say. to see, uh, was it Tallulah? Yeah, that was cool. He's got, X-Pac has a dog that mm-hmm. has, like, a broken jaw and is missing an eye. Yeah. And she's the cutest fucking thing ever, and he held her the whole time. Pharaoh. Okay. Pharaoh's... Pharaoh's majestic as fuck. Pharaoh was over the 95% of the wrestlers at all in. He was. He was. Um, Pharaoh was super over. I was a big... We'll get there. Right. Jumping Then, uh... Yeah. But then after this show, then we get to Jim Johnston. Um, If you don't know who Jim Johnston is, yeah, he did. He wrote most of the famous music for entrances for wrestlers. He's the reason wrestlers have entrances. Pretty much. Because he's so good at what he does. Now, there are a few exceptions that aren't his, like Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. But outside of a handful, like The Undertaker's his, Bret Hart, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Randy Orton. And he had, and he was uh, with Sean Mooney, Mm because Sean Mooney has his... Which was also amazing. Yeah, if you don't know who Sean Mooney is, back in the late 80s, early 90s, he was one of the backstage announcers. Mm -hmm. And he did did primetime, their primetime show. He was like the host of, excuse me, of primetime for... Right. If not all of it, pretty much the entire show. No, I think it was his show. I think so. And that's what he calls his podcast. Right. And this ended up being his his podcast as well. Right. And uh, I didn't. I think he was going to release it as a podcast. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. And he's done another one. 
previously. I went back. It was about seven months ago. Mm. I went back and listened to it. Nice. And there is some difference. You get some of the same stuff, but there are some differences between that and and here. So I would recommend, you know, if you're a fan of the music or whatever, or if you enjoyed it, to go check out that that episode. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I definitely want to go back and listen to it. I've actually subscribed to his podcast because I enjoyed both so much. I want to go back and listen to... Probably not every episode he's right. put out, but there's Just a lot of interesting, really interesting topic ones. and stuff. Yeah. In the earlier Does he have guests often? I don't think so. Or I'm not sure. Okay. I haven't read descriptions yet. I just saw the topics and was okay. like, yeah, I want to hear him talk about that. I'm assuming he's probably, because it was like it said Jim Johnson and that's who was on, so I'm assuming, yes, he probably has guests most of the time. Okay. I do know the first so many were co-hosted by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's right. That does go away at some point in time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he he has Jim Duggan on for the first handful that co-hosted. So that should be neat to hear Jim Duggan too. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah, I liked it. If you're an old Sean Mooney Mark like me, I recommend his podcast. It's good times. Um, And yeah, I did like that they brought a keyboard and a guitar and Jim Johnson. He did, yeah. Played some stuff Played for some us. Stuff and it was really it was neat really cool. hearing the original version of The Undertakers before he mm-hmm. made it The Undertakers when it was just yeah. a piano piece as the bass. And to me, it's amazing that he remembers what he thought of before he even. And this is. Oh, that didn't surprise me. 28 years later, though. That didn't surprise me. Really? I mean, with him, I get it. It's still amazing. Because, like, I can still remember, like, Songs that I played in high school that I wrote with James Davis and Nathan um, inside the church that we went inside the church we used to go to, like why yeah. I did things I did. So I guess as a musician, just, that doesn't surprise to me, me it's, as much. To me, it's not that part, really. It's the more of the... I get remembering like a finished product more so than like your progress in it. Like he's missing this middle stuff. Too, he's right? remembering this middle part. Right. You know what I mean? I guess I can't do it with the same level of clarity that he can, but yeah. I can remember how things, this is more so more, I guess I shouldn't say more recent, but more recent than that when Seth and I were doing stuff together. And mm-hmm. I can remember how a lot of the songs progressed and yeah. like, I don't remember the names of them. I don't remember the names of the songs we wrote at this point, but we had right. one that I played a bass line so different from his guitar line, it never should have worked, but it did for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and I remember the evolution of getting to that because oh, okay. I hated right. that fucking song until I figured it out. So, but I think that's why, is because mm-hmm. that's what that was the key that got me to the finished product, which I was a right. huge fan of. It's still one of my favorite bass lines I've ever played along with a guitar part because it shouldn't work, and it does. I'm a fan of shit like that. Yeah. But... I guess, and if it's one of your best works, you are going to remember that more. And he seems to, and right, I mean, and like if you think when he was talking about other ones, he didn't have the same level of detail like he did with Undertakers and Austin's. He seemed to remember like a lot, a lot about, but I'm just, I mean, I could be wrong though. Maybe I'm just one of those people too in that way. Right. Yeah. I couldn't do something like that. Like I don't have the best of memory, but I remember stuff like that. Because I remember my whole goal with that song is I couldn't figure out what to play, so I wanted to find something just different for me that worked mm-hmm. and challenged myself with it and found something that was not only different me, but different to the piece of music, but worked, so. Yeah. Um, and then we get uh, Bruce Pritchard, and they start talking about Jeff Jarrett's theme song. Yeah. And Bruce Pritchard and Jeff Jarrett show up. Mm-hmm. And... This was a fun little surprise because yeah. it was neat to hear 
I mean, they were all talking about Jeff Jarrett's music and mm-hmm. how... His theme song. His song which, that Road Dogg sang back in the day. Right. And yeah, if and you guys don't remember that... I can't be alone with my baby tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the story of that was Jeff Jarrett claimed he sang it and uh, Road Dogg was his roadie and he was the one actually singing all the song, or the whole song. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce Pritchard wanted to claim recently on his podcast that... Actually, it's not even recently. Bruce Pritchard's been singing that song on his podcast for like, I mean, for almost two years, like since the podcast started. Yeah, it's been back since like the early, early episodes of the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. Um, So it was really cool to. Yeah, it was. It was was really fun for me as a fan of his podcast to hear him come out and start singing and then to get Mm -hmm. to Mark for a quick second when Double J popped up because, you know, he's not like my favorite guy. Mm-hmm. He was still important. He right. held the Intercontinental Championship, which is still my favorite championship Me of all too. time. So, and he wasn't a horrible champion. No, he was a solid champion. Most mm-hmm. of them were back in that day because those were back in the days when you were getting guys like Goldust and yeah. early Austin and early Rock holding the Intercontinental Championship. Right. Yeah, their mid card was. It was right before. It was right then. before Jeff held it first, right before, and then after when it changed from the current slash previous version to that oval crappy oval right. shit that they had and I still it's one of my least favorite looking belts ever yeah yeah mine's like the universal but I didn't like that oval intercontinental no I know it. yeah that one was not good it was like the their it was like their male version of their women's Almost. at the time yeah like that yeah I didn't like that women's belt as much either I didn't either I mean it was better than the diva's belt but way better but at least the I mean it's giant butterflies right Made sense for divas though. Yeah. Um, then we went, and yeah. Oh yeah. As we were leaving at this point, that's when we saw Emma and Leva Bates. Both. The first time, yeah. The first time. Well, no, we'd seen Leva. That's when I saw Leva. They were because. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Emma yeah. was at this one yeah. table, and, and she Leva was down was like two tables yeah. up. Yeah, and Emma was not as attractive as she was it was more noticeable for me later on this evening yeah when we came back yeah. to the hotel and Leva Bates was way more attractive in person I thought I thought she was the same honestly really? I thought she yeah, was more. I thought she was the same for me I mean she's no session moth but what are you gonna do right I get that few of them are <laughs> yeah. actually all of them are except for one right and that's session moth right obviously obviously um yeah then we go and stand in the hot, blistering fucking sun for about 45 minutes. And Jesus. Was it really that long? Oh, yeah, about. I guess the anticipation and adrenaline for me, it didn't... I, I thought we were out there for about 30, yeah. honestly. I didn't think we were out there for 45. Yeah. Well, I think it was 45 minutes from the time we got in the line until we got to our seats. Okay, that makes sense. Then. Yeah. It was... So maybe... It was really fucking minutes. hot. Yeah. And, like, as soon as we got in line, the clouds were gone, and the sun was just beating down on us. Right. And, and we were know. in the slowest moving line, getting yeah, we into the entire fucking people, building. People don't know how to goddamn merge. Uh, it's just like the highway drive home and there. No one knows how to fucking merge. Go practice, people. It's not hard. There was a dude in the slow lane today that slowed down to 45 miles an hour. 
to let me and another car merge in, and we still had another 35 seconds before we even got to where the actual lines were painted for people to merge, and he slowed down that much for us. And I'm like, yeah. Right. Ridiculous. Um, But we get finally in, finally get in to our seats. Uh, Upper mid level of 100 seconds. I was happy with them. I was very happy with them. They were great seats. They were. That was the thing. It's It's a... with no, if you had like full seating, like everything was a seating was available, there was no stage and stuff. I bet you could probably put what 14,000 people in that stadium. Yeah, something like that. They didn't have the stage seats blocked out and everything. Right. Plus the rest of the floor opened up from right. there. You could maybe fifteen max, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Like packed to the rafters, fifteen. We'll talk about yeah, final numbers maybe. at the end of this mm-hmm. uh, pod, but yeah, yeah. some numbers. Um, but it was still. But yeah, and it famous. was really close to the bathrooms. It was really close to the smoking the outside area smoking area for, for you, me, right? which was great. Um, yeah, because unlike WrestleMania, I didn't get up and go outside with you. Right. Like, I sat in my seat the whole show. Well, right. that's not true I went the once, but I had to pee so bad. Right. That's why. Yeah, that was actually the thing that surprised me the most, is you only went out and smoked one time during the show. Oh, yeah. I knew I was going to. It was that I was hoping there was an intermission. But yeah, that's when you thought it was going to be an intermission. Right. When you I left, just made but... a mistake, and I went and smoked first. And then I went uh, to the bathroom. And a lot of people had the same idea I did. and There was a line. I fucked up. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. it took you so long to get back. Yeah, if I would have done it the other way, it would have cut five minutes off. Luckily, easily. you didn't miss the whole match, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, do you have the card? Mm-mm. I don't have the card either. I'll get it. We're professional podcasters, guys. All in card. Thank you, Google Machine. Well, we started off with the Battle Royal. That's true. Battle Royale. On the, the pre-show. The over-the-budget Battle Royal. Yep, on the pre-show. On the pre-show. Um, the big uh, surprises for me. Zero hour, if you will. Yeah. On WG in America, which was huge. Yeah. Um, the big pops for me were... Uh, Tommy Dreamer was a pleasant surprise to see yeah. there. I didn't expect to see Tommy there. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. And, um... Uh, let's see here. Alright. I'm trying to think of who else I popped up. Oh, Billy Gunn wait. and Billy Gunn. Before we get there, we got, uh... Um... The beginning. The very beginning. Cody and the Young Bucks come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right Cody before we went live on WGN. Out. Mm-hmm. Before they went live and... Uh, shot some t-shirts from the t-shirt cannons mm-hmm. out into the in the, the crowd and uh, then Road Warrior comes out on his motorcycle animal mm-hmm. which was dope yeah that was sweet he had spiky really shoulder pads yeah. on and then they had some Super fireworks dope. cause they had pyro at this show they did it was amazing it wasn't even the best pyro and it was amazing like it wasn't on WWE's level of pyro, but it was still amazing. It was because I mean we haven't seen WWE pyro in how long now? I mean, WrestleMania. Did we get pyro this WrestleMania? Yeah. If not, we did last year for sure. But I mean, we did. Pretty we much, went. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But yeah, other than Mania, they don't really use pyro anymore. anymore. Uh, but yeah, it was cool seeing Billy Gunn and his son in there. His son was also wearing Mister Ass tights, which was yeah. kind of weird, but. His son was in good shape. He looked like a buff dude. Mm-hmm. Billy Gunn looked pretty in good shape, too, honestly. Yeah. Actually, that wasn't first. And we had, uh, wasn't it? No, the tag match was first. Are you sure? Yeah, but, oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. We'll finish. I guess we can finish uh, El, El Chico Luchador or whatever was in the match. There you go. 
That was the name, right? El Chico Luchador? Or El Luchador Chico or something like that. Yeah. Chico. Chico Luchador. It was Chico. Chico. Yeah. Um, Ish. Right. But yeah, it came down to... Was it Bubba Ray? Yeah, Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Sorry. And uh, he thought he... Who'd he eliminate? I don't remember. I don't either. But he eliminated someone and then... He thought he was the last one to went in, and El Chico shows up, and because he went through a table earlier but didn't get eliminated from the right. from the from the match, right? And he won, yeah. Except and he's he not comes he. in, except he's not El Chico or whatever. He's takes off the mask and he's flip 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 flip, 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 flip Gordon. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you don't know the story, I think we've talked about it on We have before. talked about it a time or two, uh, but I think we should still refresh the buds right. in case they but haven't yeah. dug back Flip into the bud, bud, uh, bud cobs yet. Right. I mean, and you can after this. They're free. Know, go get, they are free. They're free. Free for zero, zero, zero. There's 30 some of them. Yeah. We talk about wrestling that we watch. We do. Um, but so Flip has been trying to get booked for All In for... Months? Months. Since the show was announced, yeah. I think. He's had matches... He's used Cody Rhodes' wife in a uh, mixed tag match to right. try to get... He tried to beat Nick Aldis for the NWA championship. Mm-hmm. He, then he throws his all-out party. Yep. Uh, just kind of gives up, They feel you feel like, and then, boom, there he is. Fucking wins. He's all in. Late, he's all in. Later and he in took his all-out shirt and he crossed out in, and mm-hmm. had, or out, and put in above put it. In. And it was dope. Genius. Um, the thing I want to talk about real quick in mm-hmm. this one was the spots between Mr. Cage we mentioned earlier, Mr. Maybe on something, Juice's yeah, uh, Cage, Cage, and yeah. Jordan Grace, or however you say her first yeah. name. That uh, was cool. Yeah, she beat the shit out of him. She did. It was dope. She's dope. I follow she her looked... for a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. now on Twitter. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I like yeah, watching her. Too. She's fun to watch. Um, she's a, a tough chick, and she's strong as shit, too. Yeah. She was. She was the only one. Woman yeah, she was this. the only woman in the battle royale. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this I don't think we mentioned this now. Flip Gordon will have a Ring of Honor Championship yeah. match later in the night. Later in the night against um, against Jay Lethal, who again we cleared the way for. Mm-hmm. We did. Maybe because I told to and BJ because he followed me because right. he's a follower, or other reasons. Um. <laughs> probably other reasons. Yeah. He was probably so, distracted by other things. I was. Uh, there was a lot going on. Right. There was. A lot. A lot. Um, yeah. So before this, though, we did the opening of the night was the tag yeah, team. Yeah, you're right. It was a tag team ta- match. A uh, tag team match between SoCal Uncensored. Yes. Which is Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio mm-hmm. Sky. Right. And against the Briscoe Brothers, which is Jay and Mark Briscoe. I was going to say is the Briscoes who are brothers, but that works too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crowd was hot right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, SoCal Uncensored was totes over. Yeah. Um, they were they were SCU chants before the show started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were screaming it out in the thing, or in the line, like, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, fun stuff. Yeah. And they pick up the win, mm-hmm. you know, get the faces over at the beginning of the show. Uh, but yeah, it was great. It was good. Um, then we get the first match of the show. Uh, 
of the actual pay-per-view. Yeah. Live on Fight TV and whatever. Um, which, this was the only unannounced match of the night. Yes. Um, Mad Dog Matt Cross against MJF, which is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, I mean, it was a good opening match. Uh, I like MJF. We saw him in AIW two months ago or whatever when yeah. we were there. And, so uh, that was cool. Right. Matt Cross has been around for 20 years. Uh, fun story about Matt Cross. I saw him in a gymnasium with maybe 30 people, I want to say 13 years ago. Nice. 10, 12, 13 years ago. And now he's opening ago. it all in. The biggest yeah. independent show to happen ever. Right. In- yeah. yeah. So that was pretty cool. Right. Um, that is it's cool to see stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good match. So Matt Cross picks up the win. Mm-hmm. Um, which is dope. So. Uh, then we get Christopher Daniels versus you may know him from Arrow on the CW Network. Stephen fucking Amell. I was surprised by how good this match was. So good. Could have been a little shorter, but it was still really good. Yeah. That um, coast to coast Stephen Amell did was really good. Amell. He also took, um, tried to drop an elbow on him through a table, and he moved, and Amell went through the table elbow first, which was awesome, too. Super dope. Uh, You know, his agent... Was freaking the fuck out. So was everybody at the CW. They cringed oh, yeah. every time he took a bump. They had to. Um, I mean, he's a big fucking star to come and do all this. And it's excellent, though. And wow. he, he you can good. tell he loves it. You could tell he could quit acting tomorrow. And, and be a pro wrestler and be, fun and be fucking happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was great. And was I mean, good. Christopher Daniels is Christopher Daniels. So He's you know, amazing. You know, he, he's a perfect person to do this. If he was really good to put up with it. Could fucking wrestle a plastic bag and fucking rock it. I want to see a triple threat match between Christopher Daniels, Kenny Omega, and AJ Styles. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. Right? Fucking make well, it I mean, a fatal four way and throw Naito in there too. Oh, yeah. Five and Jericho. Hmm. Um, yeah. But. Obviously, Christopher Daniels picks up the win. They're not going right. to, you know, let a celebrity beat Christopher, Christopher Daniels, fucking Daniels. Right. Um, but yeah, still excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, next we get, which this was weird. Did you catch in the, in the talk or the, get herself over again. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been quiet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, so we get the four corner survival match. But did you catch in the on the playback commentary was like, you know, usually in a survival match it's elimination, but this isn't that case. Yes. Like, that made no sense. Yeah, I but agree. I agree. Whatever. Um, so this was a woman, the only woman's match on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, Tessa Blanchard. Who got let out by Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard, which was pretty dope. We couldn't even see Magnum TA, though. No. Because of him being in a wheelchair and where right. our seats were with the crowd and stuff, we couldn't even see him. So I had no, no clue he was even there until I watched the replay. And then they showed him, and I'm like, who's this old dude in the wheelchair? And then it pops up, and I'm like, "Yeah, holy fuck, I didn't, I didn't recognize him. 
And then I'm like, oh, but he wasn't that good, and I still don't get it. And no one's explained it to me yet. Yeah, I don't either. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Tessa Blanchard, Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. Madison Rain, and Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Baby. Uh, Britt Baker came out to Adam Cole's old, old Ring of Honor yeah. music, which, which was, was kind of cool. cool. Um, so that was pretty dope. But these women just put on a hell Chelsea of a Chelsea Green had her half-bride yeah, gimmick from where she was uh, Laurel Van Ness. Yeah. And uh, that yeah, was cool, too. That was cool. Um, and Madison Rain just came to the ring. Right. <clears throat> but Madison Rain's cool because she's also in the Mae Young Classic. Right. She's the closest thing to WWE all in had. Yes. So. Right. Basically. Um, Did she win first round? right now, huh? Did she win first round? She hasn't wrestled yet. Okay. Um, I mean, she has, but... I it's not been televised yet, yeah, right. Yeah. Or um, it's been aired, I mean. Right. Whatever, same thing, I guess. So, uh, yeah, really good match. Mm-hmm. I mean, these women went all out. Yeah, uh, they did. At all in. And... I like what you did there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I listened to... You listen to ENC today, too, yes. right? Yeah. And... Uh, in my opinion, Chelsea Chelsea Green was the guest this week, mm-hmm. and at one point she said, "You know, we didn't want to go out there and say, yeah, they had a really good match for a women's match. We we want them to say we had a really good match, and they had a really good match." I like, don't remember the last time I said for a women's match. Um, post Charlotte coming and mm-hmm. post a horsewoman coming up from the main roster, pretty much, yeah. Or maybe once they actually officially change it over to a women's championship or right or ending there. their time. You summer. post PCB and that garbage, whatever. yeah, that initial yeah the transition initial, garbage. Yeah, that that was I, bullshit. I like the faction idea, the way the execution mm-hmm. was poor. It was, and the names were stupid. Yeah, PCB. What were they? The sorority sluts or whatever? At first, it was a porn site that they. Remember that? Yeah. They came up with one name and it was one week and... They changed it the next site. week, right? Right. How do you not Google something before that you... quick? Whatever. Um, but yeah. So anyway, they did have a great match. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Like, this Fatal 4-Way and the TakeOver Fatal 4-Way of the Four Horse Women, like, are the best Fatal 4-Ways women's matches ever. And... Some of the best Fatal 4 ways. That's what I was just going to say. Some of the ever. best Fatal 4 way matches I've ever seen. Ever. They were fantastic. Those ladies threw they are everything they had into this match. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Uh, I don't care who the fuck you are. Tessa Blanchard's a star. She is. I mean, she is. my fucking and you God. Know, there was the stories not too long ago that after she didn't make the, uh, get yeah. signed to WWE, she cried and was all upset and, it's like no, go go be a star. This is what this is about. Go be a star. And she is. And she is. She really is. Mm-hmm. She can be bigger than her father ever was. And he was big. I say, considering he was part of the <laughs> yeah. original Four right. Horsemen, but individually, Wait, was he original? No, he replaced no. Oli, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was not the original no. Four Horsemen. I take that back. Right, but he's. He's one of the most iconic. He's considered, he's more considered part of the Four Horsemen than mm-hmm. even Ole is. Yeah, usually. Um, and I mean, I agree, but like individually. Yeah, because the Horsemen is Tully, Arn, Rick, mm-hmm. uh, and JJ. And JJ yeah. Right. 
And Steve Mongo McMichaels. Right. And Chris Benoit. Actually, Benoit was fine, but... No, I know. I'm just... He was so fine, he blew some minds. Hey. Oh, too soon. Oh, Chrissy. I don't know if he shot him in the head or not, so... I don't remember. Anyways, don't moving right that. along. Uh, yeah. Next Bad match. Topic. <laughs> for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Cody. Oh, they can't hear that. Right. No, they can't. They can't he did like gesture. a fucking Superman pose type thing. Uh, or something. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Uh, so we get Cody with... No, this was kind of cool. That made, gave it that like heavyweight championship feel. They had like an entourage yep. with them. So Cody comes out with Brandy Rhodes and DDP and Glacier and Tommy, Tommy Dreamer Tommy, Tommy. and fucking Pharaoh brings his yeah. dog to the ring with him, which was badass. Um, Did yeah. you listen to? Why don't you tell that story, Bunny Ears? That he originally wasn't going to bring Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a Bunny Ears. Yeah, and he heard the crowd Two pop. He heard the crowd mm-hmm. pop when Pharaoh came on camera because right. he stopped to pet Pharaoh on his way to the ring. Right. And, said, and the it. crowd popped, and he's like, "Come on." Yeah, let's go. And Pharaoh Brandy, did dope. And Brandy gave him a dirty look when they got, got up while she was doing her pose. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's not supposed to be out here. Are you? Well, he's then, out here now, babe. Let's go. Against defending champion Nick Aldis mm-hmm. with Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. Samuel Shaw, mm-hmm. Sean Davari, and Tim Storm. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, like you said, this gave made this this. Heavyweight feel. Like, Nick Aldis was the mm-hmm. only person that got booed like all yeah, fucking night. All night. All night. Everyone wanted Cody to win. Everyone. I mean, yeah. It was so good. That's nothing against Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis no. is an excellent wrestler, and these two men no. put on what felt like an old school NWA heavyweight championship it did. match. It felt like you could. If we were in a time machine, this could be 1978, and this would have fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just amazing. You know, over 11,000 people. This could have been the match of the year in 1978. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, and, uh, you know, well, minus the one part with Earl Hebner, by the way, is the the referee referee. for this one. And Cody dives after Aldis or jumps whatever and misses and Earl Hebner... Goes after, goes over to Cody and throws up yeah, the axe, that was which nice. was kind of awkward. Um, but and then DDP comes down to check on, to Cody. Check on Cody, and then Sean Davari comes down mm-hmm. and gets in the ring for I don't know why. I think he, well, because he was on Aldis's side, I don't know why he came he down and got in the ring to check in on Aldis because Aldis was in the ring. So DDP pops in, right? right. Diamond Cutters, Diamond in. Cutter. huge pop in the crowd, huge fucking pop. I saw like 10,000 people instantly put up the, mm-hmm. the cutter. It was dope. I did. I oh, marked. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. That's what we were there for. Oh, yeah. This was suspension of disbelief. We got a... At its finest. It was all, Yeah. It was great. Um, but... And so why Cody was down there, he bladed at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. Got, got some color on him, just like his good old pops. Um, so that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It was a very dusty thing to do, it baby. Was. And, uh, yeah. And Cody ends up picking up the win. And that was 
one of the most electric moments ever I have ever been a part of. Like, it's that Matt Hardy at WrestleMania mm-hmm. when we went. Yeah. And the Hardy. Yeah, the Hardys at WrestleMania and uh Roman Reigns the next night on Raw. Like those are the oh, top God, three. The hatred for that. It's right. Insane. But yeah. I mean it was For that kind of feeling, yeah, I can't think of anything else was. that matches those two. No. This and might even been more. This I, I, and this was, and that's the thing. I think the the Hardy thing was more so because it was 70,000 people, not 10,000, 11,000 That's people. what impressed me is because it was 11,000 people that right. got that much excitement generated. And it was so crazy. And, like, you know, I was one of the first ones up to watch most of the crowd just, I mean, just... Stand up. Oh, my God. It was... I enjoyed that every time as the show went, mm-hmm. when everybody... I mean, these guys... There was a lot of guys yeah. that got standing over Yeah. Hands. A lot of matches a that lot got standing. Of... Most of them. And, I mean... And, like I said, throughout In this... fact, during the final match, there's a lot of people who didn't sit down. Oh, yeah. Uh, you watch the front. They didn't sit down for like a while. All. Um. But, yeah. And this was just so good. There's pictures out there of Cody... With the belt uh, after he won. I posted and, some from the next yeah. day with Cody, the belt on Bunny Ears. Right. I did see that. On the Buds podcast. Um, uh, Twitter yeah. account. Uh, if you guys want to see him. But it was so cool. It was just such a cool moment. It was. And Cody became, with his dad, Dusty, the first father-son combination mm-hmm. to ever hold the NWA championship ever. in 70 fucking years. 70 years. It never happened before. Yeah. And it's... It was history, buds. It was. Um, it was just the the yeah the coolest. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, and then I went to smoke and pee, and that's when we got to Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Joey Janela with Penelope Ford versus Hangman versus Page. Hangman Page. Penelope Ford looked awesome in, in this match. Chicago street fight because it was a street fight. She got involved a couple times mm-hmm. and she looked excellent. She did. She. This was a little tame for a Joey Janela match. Yeah, except for one spot. Yeah. Which was dumb. you want to talk about that? Because it was stupid. Yeah, it was, what, two tables lined up at the... Bo- so the, the way this works, they had, like, a stage that was at the top of, like, a few steps, and then it went down, and then another... Then the rest of that entrance ramp, like, at floor at level. At floor level on the concrete, right. And so they set up... He set up two tables that just barely fit in between the railings here. Yeah, down at floor level. And, um... Yeah, he ends up getting flung off. He got flung off, right? Powerbombed power Adam Page yeah. powerbombed him. He powerbombed him, and, like, his Off the neck, top stage through the table. Right, through the table, and it kind of looked like his neck hit the fucking second table and didn't break it, and then he broke the first table yeah. and just landed really awkwardly. It was kind of really dumb. Yeah, it but was not a smart spot. Other than that, it was really fun. Um... Paige gets the win here. Mm-hmm. The cracker. Well, there was the Cracker Barrel Barrel. Oh yeah, and they did the Donkey Kong spot mm-hmm. where he threw Which it at him, and it. Adam Page jumped but, over it like Donkey Kong. Yeah. But you saw it on the replay though. After yeah, it was pretty cool. No, I haven't made it this far yet on the replay. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I you fell did sleep before the end. Of I forgot. Day. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Well, you'll see it but, on the replay. It's neat. Yeah, I heard. I, I didn't not live when it happened, but when mm-hmm. I rewatched it, I heard the Mario jumping over a barrel sound like when you get the points or whatever. The doo doo doo. I heard that sound in my head. That's dope. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and 
<clears throat> Paige ends up picking up the win. Um, and afterwards, okay, so the story, we got to tell the story of this one. Yeah. So, um, where to start? This is hard. Uh, yeah. You got to watch so, the Elite. To right. So famous dick wrestler, Joey Ryan. Um, if you don't know who Joey Ryan is, he does, basically his finishing move is he puts the person's hand on his penis and does make and makes them flip. He flips them with his penis. He, yeah, he flips them with his penis. And apparently Hangman Page murdered Joey Ryan. Yes, which he, Joey Ryan. Well, it was a like a murder mystery for a while and then at the weigh in the night before, which we did not go to. Page admitted he did it. Yeah, he admitted he was a Joey killer and then Joey Janela came out and said that if anyone is going to kill this Joey, it's going to be me. Which is true. Which he almost did with that table spot. Um, so, yeah. So, Paige picks up the win. Up on the screen, you see a picture of a dude's penis, and it just starts wiggling. And it goes up, and it's Joey, uh, Joey Ryan. And, and he gets he erect okay. and raises his sweatpants up right. that he died wearing. Right. And then the lights go out Undertaker style. Right. But instead of druids, we get penises. Penises. Cock and balls, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Inflatable costume clock. Yeah. Cock and balls. Cock and balls. It's like eight of them. Six of them. Six to eight. Six or eight. They all I came out druid remember. style and they bent over mm-hmm. and touched the inflatable penis heads tip to tip. Right. Nice little archway then, for Mr. Joey Ryan to make his appearance. Yep. He comes down. He... Sprays his uh, baby oil on his chest and stomach mm-hmm. and rubs it in. He does it on his thighs. He pulls yep. his tights out and sprays it down. Pulls his sucker out of his mouth. Sticks it in his yep. uh, tights. Puts his tights and, back. Right. And the whole time, Hangman's just standing there, mouth agape. Right. And so, obviously... It's 7 p.m. Obviously, the right thing... Fucking... It's 10.07 p.m. Yeah, it is. Um, what? What was I? <laughs> Um, God damn it. No, it's okay. Oh, he grabs his hand. He grabbed, or no, yeah, well, no. Joey Ryan's mouth is wide open, so obviously Joey Ryan, or Paige's mouth is wide open. Joey Ryan reaches down and pulls out the lollipop. Puts it in his mouth. Puts it in his mouth. Then he grabs his hand, puts it on his crotch, does the flip. I think he does the flip first. And then he does the sucker right into a super kick. That's right. Yeah, you're right. And he does the crotch flip first. That's he grabs right. his hand, puts it on. He does the power up thing. Yeah, two or three times. That's flips right. him. When he pops up, you're he right. takes the sucker out of his tights, sticks it right in his mouth, and mm-hmm. super kicks him. And yep. the sucker goes flying. Right. And then the dick druids carry him away. And something mm-hmm. I never even thought would be possible happened. And I heard eleven thousand people, including myself, chanting "Rest in penis." Rest in penis. It was pretty dope. Yeah, it was crazy. If someone that's never watched wrestling before and knows anything about that just heard what we said. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Wrestling's so, awesome. But yeah, it was amazing though. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. Yep. Uh, I also saw that Joey Ryan said uh, people getting mad that I was doing the Undertaker's chick. I've been doing the Undertaker's chick for years. I'm undefeated at WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw that. He's never been in a WrestleMania. He's still undefeated yeah. at it, though. He's um, right. Yeah. 
<clears throat> then we get uh, cut to the screen, and we see Jay Lethal about to come out. And, well, Ham. Flip came out first, right? No. no. No, that's right, Jay. But there's a hand in Jay Lethal, and he's about to go out, and it taps him on the shoulder, and he turns into... He's trying to hand him Macho Man sunglasses. That's right, he's trying to hand him sunglasses. And he slaps him on the shoulder, and right. bam, bam, he transforms. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he wants the glasses, and it seems like a good idea. Yep. And he's now Black Machismo. Um, he even came out to Pomp and Circumstance, which was dope. He did. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, if you guys don't know, Jay Lethal used to have a gimmick where he was basically Macho Man, and Macho Man okayed it. And the so, dopest part of this whole thing mm-hmm. was that the hand that slapped him and accompanied him to ringside belonged right. to one Lenny Popo. Right. In case you don't know, that's the Macho Man's brother. Yep. He was also the genius. The genius. I loved the genius when I was a kid, honestly. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be him. I just want to be that smart asshole. It's my favorite. Um, yeah. Hmm? So then uh, Flip Gordon comes out. Yeah. And he is accompanied by Brandy Rhodes. Because uh, they're just friends. So. She changed outfits for this night. She did change outfits. She's like, I don't know, one of those chicks that change outfits during shows. That one. That kind. Yeah. Of chick. Um, but yeah, this was a pretty good match too. Um, thoughtful or the beginning was the best when Brandy was in Flip's corner. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. Jay Lethal sees her and goes out and puts her back just like the Macho Man yeah. did. Right, puts her. And then in his she corner. starts to leave, and he goes back and stops her another time. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, he did the whole spot where he put her up on his shoulder, like yeah. uh, like Randy Liz. did Miss Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, that was all really well done. It was really good. But she snapped him out of it at one point. Yes. And then the match is coming to a close, and Lenny's trying or Lenny's trying to get, um, get him to, get him to go elbow. to the elbow off the top, and he won't do it. So he smacks him back into it, and he did three elbow drops off the top rope. Yeah. Uh, and then picks yep. up the win. Right. So And still... Still the Ring of Honor champion. It was a good match, too, though. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, every match on this card was That's really true. There wasn't good. a bad match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, next we get one of, pretty much this is the dream match of the evening. Uh, one Kenny Omega, New Japan, IWGP, World Heavyweight Champion, versus Penta L0M, as he's called at this show. Right. Or Pentagon Junior, or Pentagon, or Pentagon Zero, or Penta. whatever. Penta Dark. Penta, Penta Dark. Penta Light. Right. Diet Penta. Diet Penta. Diet. Yeah. He's got a lot of names. Yeah, right. My only thing Definitely that about three. this match, which I guess in the heat of the moment I didn't notice it live, but it really got to me during the show was the mm-hmm. stupid Sierra Mierdo chance or whatever the fuck it is. I know it stands um, for No Fear, but God, right. they did it so many times. It's fucking yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I did. I, I was thinking the same thing. And I mean, I get, I get it, but yeah, it was it too much. Bad during the replay. Like when yeah. I watched it back, I'm like, this is like, I almost don't want to finish watching this yeah, match. Yeah, because I want to mute it because like, I'm so fucking what, eight sick times of it. or something. Way too many. Yeah. And the crowd did it another like twenty times on right. top of that, which didn't fucking help. Right. There's probably more to it that we don't know. I know too. it stands for no fear. Right. I mean, I get that, but yeah. It was just um, too much. It was too many. It was, it was Michael Cole levels of repetitiveness. Like, yeah. Again, not Michael Cole's fault. He's just doing right. his job, but it was bad. It sucked. Um, 
There's nothing else bad about that match. Right. No, it was good. I think it was the highest rated one by Meltzer. It was the best match on the card as far mm-hmm. as in ring match goes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean Kenny Omega is Kenny Omega. Right. Obviously, they call him Five Star Kenny for a reason. Right. I, 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 I like his. I don't know if they. Do. I don't even know I how do. to explain it, but he's got these little things he does during matches that are just. Mm-hmm. He's got I'm the extra facial expressions. What was the fucking spot I was trying to think of? I know what his is. His is the V trigger. But I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of. Like the V trigger's genius because you want to do something to ret to let the fans know you're about to hit a signature move or a finisher. Yeah. So you know you've got. Um, uh, you can't see me. The the stomp the tuning up the band for the right. sweet chin music. Or, um, for the spear, or whatever the fuck it is. So, like, you're making a noise and letting your opponent know as well. What Mm -hmm. noise does Kenny Omega make? This one. His opponent has no clue if he triggers coming. true. He just goes and points to him like his hand's a gun. And then, bam, V-trigger, motherfucker. It's true. This thing's Um, brutal. Kenny's the best. Right. Kenny number one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, hell of a match. Obviously, Kenny won. We all knew Kenny was going to win. He New picked Japan. it up with the one-wing angel. Right. And then um, the lights go out on us. Yeah. Well, first off, nobody... Um, here's my opinion. Okay. Nobody... New Japan wouldn't have let him wrestle there if he was going to lose. Because right. he's their champion. Exactly. I'm just saying. No, I knew he was going to win that match. Right. I fully did expected him to win. Yeah, me too. But I'm just saying. Right. He's their top guy right now. Yeah. Then the lights go out. For about in Georgia, forty seconds or it's so. Like they shot and, they and they come back out, and everybody's silent because nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Pentagon's right. still laid out, and Kenny's just like, and turns around and kind of looks, and there's nobody in the ring, and he's just like, "Hey!" and starts yeah. celebrating. Pentagon starts to get up and goes and starts beating the crap out of uh, Kenny Omega. Of Omega, and then all of a sudden, Codebreaker. Yep. My fucking Chris Jericho. He did have an arm free. Most of us noticed. The you tattoos. Know, tattoos changed. Um, but, yeah. We were too no. far away to notice who. Actually, I said it's Chris Jericho. And then right. I was like, no, it can't be. Because right. he was in Arkansas the day before and Kansas that day for for Fozzie shows. Right. But yeah, well, he's he was on there. his way to Kansas. Yeah, he was on his way to Kansas. It was ridiculous. The entire story... That entire story is on Jericho's podcast yeah, that came out today. To yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it. It was really good um, to hear about how it all came about, how much notice he had before. Nice. Some of the things that went wrong. I don't want to ruin anything for yeah, you guys. It's worth hearing it. it firsthand from Jericho. Um, but Yeah. And it was cool because later that night as, at a show, he kept the Pentagon uh, paint on mm-hmm. and played in it or sang in it. And even hearing all that. I guess, though, mm-hmm. that's not such a good thing. Yeah, he's got like a rash or something going on. Got some kind of infection or some such herpes, from it, maybe. Herpes simplex one. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah, but did not expect it. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was all to sell as uh, Jared Cruz, mm-hmm. which God, I wish I could go to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still but kind of okay. Not. I'm. I think I would love it. It would be like being in that hotel only on a cruise ship, surrounded by fucking for a water. week. For yeah. a week. Yeah. That sounds horrifying, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't care. Um. Yeah. But yeah, and then. Right. I mean, I that, never thought I'd see live oh. in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought I'd see Kate right. Mega live. That no, was a, this, I'm saying the next one. That either. Right. It's Marty Scroll. 
versus heavyweight taking on Okada. Okada. Kazushika. I I yelled it a couple times through the show. Kazushika. As BJ knows, because yeah. he laughed pretty much every time Okada. I did it. Yeah. And I tried to hear me in the replay, and no. you can't hear me in the replay. You're just not a good Japanese woman. No, I, I don't make a good Japanese woman. No, though. not at all. Um, Yeah, the story of this match was so good. Uh, Yeah. The, uh, fuck. Marty Skrull, the idea was he's a junior heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Okada's picking on him for it because Okada's a heavyweight and keeps call, chanting 205 right. to Which is Marty to Oh, super hilarious. That was my favorite spot in the match where he had him in the like tor- or the abdominal stretch. Yeah. He goes 205 and then he Marty grabs his fingers and does Shh. right. Snap! Right. Yeah, and it sounds... I mean, you can hear it everywhere. And it sounds like, I mean, we were, you know, decently far away and we could hear that perfectly. It's just crazy. Um, mm-hmm. He's good at that. He really is. But yeah, excellent story. He did what everyone thought he was going to do too. He stopped the Rainmaker with his umbrella. Yeah, which was did. fantastic. That it was. was a, that was a good spot. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I wanted it. I figured it was coming. It made sense. Right. It was dope. Right. It was. Um, yeah. But match was pretty long, apparently. All these matches went over what they were supposed to about. So, we only Shanna, get to... I'd actually end up seeing this one only went over by like a minute. Yeah, I'm saying all night, it, they all added up. Yeah, everything went yeah. over throughout the night. Right, so... The main event, the main event. which is the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. taking on the team of... Um, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Rey Phoenix. Phoenix. And Bandito. Um, this match made Bandito a fucking star. Yeah, like, coming in, 90% of people I've seen, talked to, heard Didn't from Didn't know who he was. No clue. Who the hell is this Bandito I've never guy? seen him, This has to be him. Neville. Who the fuck is... Like, you know, there was a rumor for a while that Bandito yeah. was Neville, because, like, no one's heard of him. And, yeah. But, Kid was... Sounds awesome. Yeah. Really good. He did some crazy, I don't know, like, eight... 800 flip 17 yeah, corkscrew like flip corkscrew. thing. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, this match was a little rushed. It was supposed to go like 20. The only bad, six the only bad part of this match it was just high spot, high spot, high spot. Yeah, it, was it was literally exhausting because there was mm-hmm. no down whatsoever. Because they couldn't. They didn't have time for the down. Exactly. They were rushing the finish. They finished the show like 20 yeah. seconds before it went on. No, three. They said three, but it wasn't literally three. Uh, yeah. They went back and if you oh, watch okay. it, yeah. But either way, so. But uh, Golden Elite pick up the win. Mm-hmm. You know, Young Bucks and Ibushi. It was, yeah, like I said, high spot, high spot, high spot. Show comes to an end. Nobody, Nobody left. Nobody Everybody moves. stayed as Cody and Brandy and the Bucks and Wives and... Yeah, everybody Papa but Marty. Buck everybody but Marty came everybody out. Marty. And I did yeah. find out this because Marty was in the shower and didn't know about it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Um, oh, now I find the people in the Battle Royal. The lady. Yeah. We can go over it real quick before we get to this. Uh... It was in the Battle Royal. It was Moose, Brandon Cutler, Chucky e. T, Trent Barretta, Rocky Romero, Cheeseburger, The Hurricane, Ethan Page, Tommy Dreamer, Jimmy Jacobs, Punishment Martinez, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, Marco Stunt, 
who has really impressed me too. Yeah. Dude's like four foot ten and was really impressive. I saw him the next day at his table Mm -hmm. selling merch. Yeah. Um, In the main lobby there. Brian Cage, Jordan Grace, Cole Cabana, and Bully Ray. So, alright. So anyway, then yeah, after the show, nobody moves, nobody does anything. Everybody comes out. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Cody talks, Kenny talks, just basically thanking everybody Kind of teasing a second one, but saying... Which reminds me, Cody was supposed to announce something at 3 o'clock today, and I didn't end up catching what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw the tweet that there was going to be an announcement at 3, but never saw what it was. Huh. So, um, yeah, that was all in. It was... Yeah. Hell of a fucking show. A hell of a fucking show. It was not show. a bad match. No. Uh, it's, that... it's worth the 40 bucks if you're thinking about checking it out on Fight TV. Right. Um, um, if you already have New Japan, it's available say, here to watch. Don't 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 get it on Fight TV. Go subscribe for New Japan for a month. That's true. It's about ten it's bucks. Nine hundred ninety nine yen, based on the exchange rate at the time. Around this 10 month, bucks. I paid nine fifty six. It's around ten bucks. But go go watch it, and yeah. you can watch maybe Wrestle Kingdom while you're there too, or the G one final or something. But um, right. as we're going long while BJ's doing that, I'm gonna kind of just move us forward here, and let's. Quickly talk about our favorite things of the night, or um, or wait, we want to do that at the end of the whole event, because that was all in. Getting out of the parking lot sucked dick. That did suck dick. But once we got out, it was cool. It was just it was unorganized, which was weird because the part of getting everybody parked was insanely organized. Getting people out of the parking lot was not fucking organized at all. Um. um okay. He's his announcement is. To go along with a Young Bucks kids book, he is now writing one. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So. Sure. Um, that's the, I'm just saying that's the And then the next morning we got up and went to the Bunny Ears podcast. No, wait. What happened when we got, well, we went to eat and we got back. Oh, we shared the elevator with Tail Dashwood. Yes, we did. And she thought BJ's leftover food smelled good. She did. And she was still not as attractive as she is on TV. No. <clears throat> it's a real thing. She was not. Right. But yeah, it was kind of awkward. I was so... We were both fucking tired and just done. And yeah. Spent. She didn't look up from her phone the whole... Well, That's the whole true. weekend. She just talked. She, right. Pretty much every time I saw her, she had her face in her phone. She did. She's just a... She just kind of seems like a basic bitch. Almost. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, then the next morning, uh... Bunny Ears. We got to go see Bunny Ears. They did their first ever live podcast, and, uh, this was awesome. Just fucking awesome. This Um, was my favorite show at StarCast of the week. Oh, yeah, me too. I actually enjoyed this more than Jim Johnson. Yeah, this was amazing, um... Their first guest, Cody Rhodes, uh, they talked about theme parks. They talked about medieval times. Medieval times. And uh, then they started talking about something else. And then Kenny Omega just fucking out of nowhere out. pops out up. Out of nowhere. And he was and like, they, well, I finished my meet and greet, so I thought I'd just crash this. Yeah. Um, I mean, they brought out a fourth seat. We didn't know who it was. Right. I was kind of thinking Stephen Amell more so. Yeah, that could have been cool too. Um, you did say that when we were there. Yeah. I got. Cody Rhodes socks. Right. Oh, yeah, there was Cody Rhodes socks. Uh, they were the most comfortable pair of socks I've ever owned. Sat, sat next to this kind of cute chick with blue hair. That was cool. 
She seemed alright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so then we get all three of them. They end up talking about, like, Harry Potter and uh, what else they talk about. All the same. More, yeah, just more amusement video park games. stuff. Video games. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Mm-hmm. But then you got to see uh, Macaulay hold the NWA. NWA championship, so that was pretty cool. Also posted a picture of that on the Twitter, which is in one of the yeah. in the comment of the picture of Kenny and Cody I posted on the buds. Right. You can see it from my personal account there, so... But yeah, it was really enjoyable, mm-hmm. and yeah, good times. It was fun. Then we drove home. Then we drove home. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we mm-hmm. got, we got a... Uh, oh, we went merchandise. We went to the merchandise thing, saw some people down there, um, and... Bought a little something that's yeah. going to be coming to the podcast in the exactly. near future. We'll talk about that more some, some other time. I can when talk we do about it. it. I bought a card game that's... Uh, you cut promos, wrestling promos. You draw cards. It tells you what kind of wrestler you are right. and what you have to promote. Right. And it's going to be fun. Each and we're going to play it on the podcast. And we're going to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not this week because we got a lot to get through because we went all in. So yeah, maybe we're already like, going like. Maybe next week. We're already going like insane. Maybe week. next week if we have Justin on Saturday. Oh, yeah. After AIW. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, so yeah, we went home. Drive sucked. So, then... Actually, it didn't. It was just a drive. Actually, it wasn't bad. It was just there, yeah. We only had to stop twice because we were dehydrated, unlike the five times we had to stop on the way up. up. <laughs> um, yeah, oops. Whatever. Drink water, kids. Yeah. It's good for you. Some high quality So, since H2. we've gotten back, I first watched... Um, well, I watched Raven again. But right. I watched the Death of WCW... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, we show, each watched like two shows. Which had Eric Bischoff, Kevin Sullivan, mm-hmm. R.D. Reynolds was the other guest there. Yeah. And um, R.D. Reynolds wrote the book, Death of WCW, and he just seemed like he was trying to get himself over. But he was actually ended up being like kind of cool and thanked Eric mm-hmm. as well at the end of it. Eric was a half-drunk douche. Like, he was yeah. just being a dick to the guy. and But it was still... It's just like listening to him on the pod on eighty three weeks. It was just as entertaining, and he still shared the stories the same way he would on the podcast and stuff. That's so it was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I like that one. Nice. And what um, one you watched? I watched. I watched the roast of Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, that's right. Um, that didn't sound good. Uh, the roast of Bruce Pritchard. It was just kind of awkward. Like, so there was real comedians there. I didn't know like any of them. Okay. Um. They were kind of funny, but some of them went over the line, and some of them were just kind of marking out the whole time because they were, I mean, they were up there with all these legends. Um, the panel had Pat Patterson, Jay Briscoe, Medusa, Eric Bischoff, mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett, um, Jerry Lawler came out. Um, and this is where we get to the funny part about Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was supposed to be there this evening, and as we noted earlier, uh, we saw him too drunk to attend. They kept playing it off. Um, just like That's funny though. I mean, they make jokes that oh Kevin Nash isn't here, blah blah blah, but yeah, it was pretty funny. That's why Kevin Nash wasn't And there. Kevin Nash wasn't there because he was drunk. Yes. Um So yeah. Uh but all in all it was really awkward. Like I said, the comedians I'll the, probably still watch it. So yeah. The wrestlers, um, most of them, they were just very awkward, very and from what I think, or from what a couple of them hinted towards, the comedians were supposed to write them 
stuff and it didn't happen. Gotcha. Yeah, I also watched uh, What Happened When Monday with Tony Schiavone. He recorded an episode of his podcast live. Nice. I watched the playback from that. Um, It was... It was like an unfocused episode of the podcast mm-hmm. with guests. And they don't okay. usually have guests. Medusa came out. She grinded on Tony. It's a common thing that he, Tony was very attracted to Medusa back in the day. and oh. Still is. And yeah. Yeah, blah, 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 we'll blah. So he brought... So Conrad brought her out and kind of tried to embarrass Tony. And, That's kind of funny. Um, yeah, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Or she doesn't know all the shit Tony talks. whatnot. And yeah. then um, Scott Steiner ended up coming out and chasing Tom or Conrad off the stage, and that's kind of how it ended. It was okay. weird, but yeah, it wasn't very good. It was, yeah. like I said, an unfocused, unenjoyable episode of their podcast. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the other one I watched since we got back was the Monday Night Debates uh, between Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff, moderated by Conrad. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that one myself. Yeah. That should be pretty fun. It was... Um, I mean, it wasn't... It didn't get as heated as I expected, so that was good. Like, Bischoff was kind of calm. So, I enjoyed it. So. It was earlier in the day. He was probably still yeah, sober. Right. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like the theme was they, everyone got drunk. So. Yeah. So... Yeah. You got some stats for us, yes? Yeah, so there's, I mean, and these are reported by Meltzer, so they're not definitive, they're not, you right. know. Um, like, I mean, a lot of the time he is right, but some of the time he is not, so, mm-hmm. you know, we'll Everybody's throw that out right. there. Um, the supposed gate for this uh, event was $458,525. Pretty good gate. Uh, mm-hmm. They probably could have charged more. Yeah. I, I We would have paid more. I would have paid a bit more, yeah. Um. So everything on fight, this includes all in and Starcast, uh, over a million dollars gross mm-hmm. from just from that. I saw that. So yeah. that's that's pretty good. That's, that's really good. That's over ten thousand buys. Right. So of the whole thing. Yes. Um, Starcast event itself sold at eleven thousand tickets. Nice. Um, and then the all in show was eleven thousand two twenty nine. Nice. Um. 26. 26 yeah. or 29, I can't remember. I think it's safe to say success. Yeah. For all in. Um, there's more. Uh, PWTs, Pro Wrestling Tees, mm-hmm. they had a half a million dollars in sales. I saw that too, yeah. Um, and the pre-show on WGN Zero Hour had 196,000 viewers. That's way in. more than I would have expected. Yeah. Um, that's more than TNA gets anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Almost 200,000 people watched. For the pre-show. For the pre-show. That's impressive. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, thoughts on the weekend. Like, this felt important. It did feel important. Um, we felt like we were a part of history. Yeah. It was, I mean, like, the first WrestleMania, like, the... The first Nitro, the first Raw, the, like, just all those big firsts. It feels like this is a big first. We'll find uh, Hopefully it's the first of many. Um, and, oh, I would do this again in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I told you, like, I don't think I'd go to New York City for WrestleMania, but I think no. I'd do it for an all-in. I would. I would. Especially if it's an NSG. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, I would love that's... cross that off the bucket list, dude. Yeah, uh, to me, I mean, with Richfield College, Richville Coliseum gone, that's the only thing. I'm glad I went. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad we went. I am too. Um, it was more than I expected. Like it was far. everything and more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully next year. Pretty much everybody was cool. The next one. We didn't deal with any assholes or any dicks no. or like everybody no. was pretty chill. They just were having a good time. And... They were. And like I liked how it made a vibe around the town too. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere you went. I mean, we went to the uh, liquor store to get some beer and. The, the guy checking was asking us about out, the bracelets. Asking, he saw our bracelets, yeah. yeah, and said, "I've been seeing a lot of those. Is this yeah. what's going on?" Right. And he even knew like all the wrestling thing, thing and right? Like, yeah. And you could tell, and like, um, what well, the Bunny Ears podcast they brought up. They were talking to their Uber driver, yeah. and he's like, "You know, this feels like a big thing. Like this, you know, we yeah. can tell." And I mean, you had to bring a shit ton of money to that town. Oh, I bet. And, um. Yeah, I just it, it was it was awesome. It was fantastic. I and like I mean, it's just hard to describe how great it was. Even to go back and watch it, it's not quite the same. No, it never is. But it's not right. the same as being there in person. No, but but um yeah yeah. Join us uh, tomorrow for our normal. Um, you know, this obviously isn't a little butt episode, but an extra episode, I guess. Right. But yeah, tomorrow we'll have our normal recaps of Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, and NXT from this week, this previous week, yep. and get that out to you guys. And, um, and then and of course, yeah, Thursday Wednesday we'll get your normal... Uh, news and rumors. Yeah. And wrestler countdown and something right. else. Yeah, I, I don't some, remember what got, the something else was. I a couple. I forgot already, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, Next match. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mixed match challenge. We're going to talk Stuff. about that. Yeah. And May Young Classic yeah. as well. Right. First yeah. episode of May right. Young Classic. So uh, check that out this week, bud. This yep. is what's coming up. And you can also find us at places. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. We have one of those. Bud's WW. Yeah. At Bud's WW. Yeah. Forget the app. Yeah, I'm at uh, Daryl underscore guns. D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore guns. Right. And I'm at uh, Beach 2004 That's B-W-E-J. Two double zero four. Email the Gmail buzzwwgmail.com. Yep. Find our podcast here, there, and everywhere. Everywhere your local podcasts are for free. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell the guy down the road. Tell that Oompa Loompa at the chocolate factory. Tell them all. Tell your boss. Tell your boss. Well, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Not me either. Tell everybody. Scream it. Like, go, if you're listening to this at work, open your, if you're listening to this in your car, open your window. Just, wherever, just scream it. Be like, watch Bud's WW. I'd have to open my office door because my windows don't open in my office. Well, that's fine. Break them. They're only for that's show. That's what this shit's about. I'd probably get fired. It's, it's, they ain't going to fire you over a broken window. Be like, I accidentally threw my chair out the window. My bad. I'm not throwing my chair. I'll throw one of their chairs out the window. I ain't throwing my chair out the okay. window. Use that table you got in there. No, I want to go through that still. We'll throw it out the window. And, and then, then go through it out the window. Out the oh, window. yeah, someone could be down two there to set it up for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It's like two and a half, too, because it's a big building. Yeah. It's got high ceilings downstairs, I guess. Right. There you go. Cool. Until, That's the plan. Right. Until next time, buds. That's right. BJ over there. Wounded that Daryl over there. Peace out. See ya. Wow. <laughs> I want to put you through a table.
eyes on summer break. Summer break? Summer, summer break. One year I took summer break. Summer break. Summer, summer break. We're recording. Oh, are we? I just started like a couple seconds summer ago. Break. Like, right before I said that. You know what's the best summer break movie of all time? What? Tiny Toons. Yeah. yeah. Where they take a road trip and shit. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Euro trip. Yeah. Yeah. Phineas and Furman. Yeah, that's a good summer That's a good summer vacation. That's a good summer vacation. I think it's a good summer vacation. Check. Check. Okay.